jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people are worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect. Jab, 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 jab effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. It's your boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just absolutely boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast, episode 136. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Pig. We back again with another show for y'all, man. You know, like we always do. Uh, got some interesting stuff, you know, I wanted to kind of discuss uh, with you today, P. And you know, I know some stuff that you had posted, too, that kind of caught my eye. So, first off, you know, I, I wanted to go back and ask you some things about the uh, UFC 251 fight a couple weeks ago between Usman and Masvidal. Yeah. You know, just talk a little bit about that and in general as far as, like, him not really getting respect with the uh, performance he put on. So we'll talk about that real quick. And and this uh, footage that, that's popped up. You know, I've seen you posted it too on Instagram. Uh, Tank and Ivan Redcatch, you know, uh, you can only tell so much with sparring, but, you know, from what we've seen that was posted, it was it looked like Tank was getting the best of him. So, you know, uh, one of the questions, you know, I, like I said, when I asked you was about how, is, is there really a code now with, with sparring? You know, is there really a code on what should be posted, what shouldn't be between different calibers of fighters? And last, you know, just talk about activity, you know, how, how why it's important to stay active. You know, Andre Ward brought it up with uh, Terrence Crawford, you know, him, why it's still critical for him to stay active, even though he's a champion. But yeah, man, P.I., what's been going on with you, bro? Uh, not too much, man. Just trying to <clears throat> stay out of this heat, to be honest, man. It's hot out there. Bro, I'm over here sweating it up, sweating it up a little bit. So I'm trying to <laughs> stay cool a little bit. You don't hear that fan blasting in the back, do you? I don't. You like the heat, though, Ant. So I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I ain't a cold person, but you know, I need to kind of balance it out. I'm I'm good at like eighty or ninety. It's like a hunt. Feel like a hundred out here, though. Yeah, it's real out there. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, going back to UFC two fifty one P. You know, um. Got to talk about some MMA, man, because they've been putting on the shows for us. You know, they've been putting it down. Um, this Usman Masvidal fight, you know, Masvidal, he took it on short notice. Uh, he came through and, you know, to save the main card. But like I was telling people, Usman, you know, he's a smart fighter. He's going to do what he got to do to win. After I watched the fight, there was a few other people that were watching it, not with me, but, you know, they were kind of casual fans. And the first things they said was, I didn't like the fight. Mm-hmm. Usman is boring. 
it's not a good he's not a good fighter. But you know, to me, he he did what he had to do to win. And it always comes back to that fight of the night versus fighter of the night type thing with me. Like when you seen his performance, what was your first reaction to it? Um, well, starting off, you know, I, I, I kind of thought Masvidal just having that killer instinct and that it factor, you know, will play a difference in the fight, but, I had to go back and reassess Kamara Usman, to be honest, Ant, because looking at him on paper, to me, I never was impressed by him. I don't see speed. I don't see striking. I know the wrestling acumen is there, but I, I, I never was impressed by him. Mm-hmm. But then when I go back and look at the facts, he dusted Tyron Woodley. He undefeated. He dusted Tyron Woodley. He broke Kobe Covington's jaw. And now... He fought the fight that he needed to fight to beat a dangerous guy like Masvidal. I had to reassess a man and say, the man is the man is doing something. He's winning. I mean, I, I can't really dispute that. So, you know, it was good for me to see 251 because I really got to see some different things that you don't see all the time in the fight game mm-hmm. kind of be capitalized on, you know. Um now back to what you said about the fight being born, it was funny. I was watching a fight and I was actually watching these other bloggers um, like kind of commentate the fight. And, you know, after that fight was over, like I guess his timeline got flooded with born and he was just straight cussing out the people. If you're born, get the F. They were drinking that like while they were watching the show. So by the yeah. time that fight was over, they was drunk. Yeah. And he was dissing everybody. Anybody that says this fight is born, F you. Your block, get off my what's name. And I know he probably regret that after he sobers up or whatever, but we did see a lot of people who felt that that fight was born. My thing on it, Ant, is a lot of these fights that you anticipate so much from, you know, some uh, a lot of times they're not really what you expect, you know, the result anyway. But to me, it was high-level fighting that because putting – Hey, Masvidal up against the fence, that takes skill. And keeping him there takes skill. Yes. This guy's not just standing against the fence letting you know. He's trying to get away. He's trying. So, you know, overall, it was high-level strategy in the fight. And I and I found it entertaining from that standpoint. But you did have a, a, a huge portion of people who thought that it was boring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, like we said before the fight, I mean, it would be stupid for Masvidal, I mean, Usman to go in there and strike with a guy like Masvidal. Mm-hmm. You know, he was smart enough to know he had to do what he needed to do. You know, it's it, it it's that like that old Cormier thing, Cormier and uh, Stipe, you know, part two. Well, Cormier just didn't do what he, know, what he knew he, he needed to do. Yeah. So Usman, despite all the pressure, he's still focused enough to stick to a game plan to execute, man. So, you know, I know they've been comparing the GSP. That was kind of hard for me to see. But, I mean, the kid, if he keeps winning, he can't be denied, eh? But I, I definitely have a, a higher level of respect for um mm-hmm. after after this fight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Because, um, yeah, like you said, this guy is definitely a high-level fighter because even me, like, I'm going back and looking at his fights. You do the math, he done beat six out of the top ten guys. Yeah. 
six out of top 10 guys and he's doing it his way, you know, and um, it's not, and guys that do, and when you think about it, whenever guys fight like the crowd wants you to, they're not going to, they're not going to sweep the division, are they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if Floyd Mayweather chose to fight the way the crowd wanted him to, do you think he would have uh, beat like the top five guys or something like that? You know, like. Absolutely not. That's where so, you have to understand the business side of it, eh? You yeah. Know, you know, it is entertainment, but even Kamara was going through that. He said, man, you know, and I like that too, man, that he's getting a lot of pressure to get some knockouts or do something devastating, but he's still not folding under that pressure to to get, you know, caught up in that and take those chances. Now, he struck with Kobe because I guess he figured he, he could strike with Kobe. And yeah, yeah. He did strike with Kobe, so, you know, he knows where he can do that at, but you know, for the most part, he's a cerebral fighter, and cerebral fighters last in the fight game, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And, like, the thing I noticed, too, like I said, I watched it, I could really appreciate it night because it was, like, almost looking at Andre Ward or something, you know what I mean? Like, not necessarily fast like Roy or the same type of power like a Tyson or something like that. He's He's well-rounded in every aspect where it gets the job done and gets his opponent completely shut down. Because if you look at back, you look back at them rounds besides round one, Usman completely shut anything Masvidal had down, you know? And Masvidal, like you said, this dude's high level. Yeah. And he looked almost like he didn't know what to do in there. If you look at his body language, like the way Usman was like laying on him and like tossing him, looking at Masvidal's face, he was like, man, this dude is stronger than I thought. Well... Uh, and the thing about it is, Kobe Covington said before that fight that uh, Usman was going to ragdoll him. I just beat him, ragdoll him. And I heard that term a few other times when people were talking about this fight. And, I mean, the dude looks strong as a bull. And I ain't going to lie. Yeah. Uh, Usman, he ain't nothing but one big muscle from yeah. his head to all the way down. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, he definitely, you know, Masvidal, he knew once the striking realm left the first two, three rounds that he kind of gassed out, then it was it was like a ball game after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah. had that couple of explosive times where he was looking for the KO, but once that didn't come, I mean, Usman got a chin. You know, on top of everything, he got a chin. He can take a punch. So, um, you know, Kobe, I mean, uh, Masvidal, I'm curious to see what a full training camp would do, but I don't know if it would do a whole lot, eh? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so either because Masvidal, he went on record saying that I'm staying active. I'm hitting the gym like at least two, three times a week. You know what I mean? And he was still saying like, oh, the 20 pounds he need to drop before he get there. It ain't going to be nothing. So everything he said he was leading up to it kind of sounds like a person that didn't want to make excuses, you know? Yeah. yeah. And And I think that he didn't want to be that type of person anyway, because you know he was always wanting this fight. And like, like I said, Masvidal, he talk a lot of trash, but like when it comes to the fight code, he seems a little bit like he, not want to say a little bit, he got respect for it. You yeah. know, like I think he has that fine line of winning the crowd over, but not being a total heel. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and like. Just the realness of it, man. I mean, like I said, you talking about a guy who was fighting in the backyard with Kimbo. It ain't too many UFC fighters that would, would, that would do that. 
no, don't they don't. Yeah. Right in the control situation where it's safe and all that, you know, the fact that this and he's a small guy out there fighting big guys, bad knuckle, it just definitely puts him in a different realm than a lot of those guys. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this too, man. Like, again, like I said, I give a lot of credit to Usman, like the inside game, man. The inside fighting was killer, man. Like people forgetting like he was working that body too. Like it wasn't just all wrestling. Like he was like constantly tagging that body. There's it, it, a lot of things. That's, and that's what I'm saying that, you know, people saying it was born, but uh, everything he was doing was some type of skill he was exerting, you know, the clinch yeah. work. People was were surprised that he was doing so well in the clinch because that's Masvidal's thing, the clinch. Yeah, but yeah. this is a testament to how strong this guy is too. I mean, Masvidal really didn't have no answers for him in the clinch, you know what I mean? So I'm like, wow. You know, yeah. watching this like, okay, this this, this dude, this dude is, is something special, man. He took it. I mean, he was taking it back too. Like, what's your thoughts on people like judging him on the on the foot stomp, man? Like, that's a part of the game. It's just an old school trick, man. <laughs> well, once again, man, in my opinion, Usman is going to be one of those guys that he, they they never going to give him his props. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They don't like his personality. He's from Nigeria. Exactly. Um. You know, he got a few things kind of going. You know, he's he's not a trash talker. He's not really, you know, feeding into the media hype like that. So I was wondering why they made big deals out of the the foot stumps like we never seen them before. It was illegal. We see them all the time. All the time. All the time. Well, you know, so some stuff, it, it kind of aggravates you, because it's like they're just looking for stuff to – you know, try to get on this guy about, but the foot stomps, okay. I mean, John Jones, we seen him do. We seen plenty of fighters do a foot stomp. I mean, I'd rather see a foot stomp than that 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 knee kick. You know, to the mm-hmm. front of the knee, where yeah. you thinking they can really do some damage. You know, a foot stomp. You probably thinking that's not no, doing nothing, but it is. It you is, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I I I heard them like running with that ant, but I didn't really get it. Like, yo, what do you, you know, I mean, we see that all the time. What's the big deal? Yeah, that's so why I was like, man, they're, like, talking about, like, he's trying to bite somebody or something. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to, like, he's sneaking low blows or something. Yeah, like, and I say that's what that's why you can tell, like, the generation of, of the MMA fans from maybe, like, eight or nine years ago, like, the more it changes, the more they become so fickle on certain things. You know, it's like, we're going to start really nitpicking now because we don't like somebody. Right. Trying to anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but I did notice that like, come on, man, get a man his props. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. That's all I want. Yeah, just give the man his props. But moving forward from here, man, like what you think as far as uh, Usman, like if you fight Gilbert Burns next, do you think he should go ahead and clean that out, take that fight and then move up or something? Um, yeah, to be honest, and I mean, I didn't ever thought about him moving up, but when I look at his body, I mean, yeah. it, it looks inevitable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He will move up, but uh, I would like to see him and Gilbert Burns go at it. Another young, young, young gunner, young line out there um, yeah. going up against Boosman. But um, yeah, man. I mean, it looks like his future is just looking really, really, really bright right now. So I'm happy for him. You know, he's an underdog. He wasn't the guy that. We seen the win, even on the show. You know, he won the what was it, the Ultimate Fighter? Nobody Ultimate thought fighter. he was, and you know, yeah, yeah. you know, so he's. I like those stories, and eh? a guy that you're overlooking, and next thing you know, blam, he's in your face. He can't mm-hmm. be denied anymore. And um, Kamara put himself in that position. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Usman, like I said, man. But, um, you know, I was glad to respect the Masvidal for showing respect, you know. Just yeah. showing it was a game, but the end, at the end of the fight, he shook his hand and he was like, no excuses, <laughs> you know. He straight up gave him his props on what on the performance he put on. Because mm-hmm. he could have he said, oh, man, Usman didn't want to bang or Usman did he, you know what I mean? Like, he could have made some type of excuse. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, that's the thing I kind of like about Masvidal. I mean, like I say, just coming from the area, the 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 area of fighting that he came from, you know, you respect that. Usman got it. I mean, Masvidal got his ass whipped that night, and that's what you do in the fight game. Yo, you was the bigger man. That, you know what I'm saying? Even in yeah. the streets, sometimes, eh? you know what I mean? Yeah. When you get that respect when you give out that ass whooping, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. The tension Price goes away. Top, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, like I said, de- definitely just had to talk about that, man, um, that main event. Uh, what you think of the f- overall before we move on, what you think of the fight island idea so far? It's 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 on point, right? I mean so far. The idea of it is all right, and but as far as from a fan standpoint, the visual vis- visualization of it, it's just like watching a fight in Vegas. I thought it was gonna be daytime, you see some sand, some palm mm-hmm. trees, it's totally dark. We don't even know we on the island. Yeah. So from the fan standpoint, you know, it was just a regular fight to me. But the whole idea of it, I think, is pretty, pretty dope. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? yeah. From the, fan, from the fan standpoint, I didn't notice a thing. It just it was like a regular arena. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that's, yeah, definitely. And then there was, like, the one Instagram post where they had the, the octagon on the island or whatever. But it was, like... We ain't even gonna notice that, you know. You didn't get that vibe at all, which which I thought would have brought some aesthetic to it. And you look and yeah. see a guy out there on a the sunny day, palm trees blowing. I mean, that would have been dope just for a new scenery. You know what I mean? But um, maybe it's something they'll do later on or something out in Fight Island. But I mean, I thought thought it was a dope idea. But visually watching it, I was expecting to just see some different some different things. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll work some uh, some of that stuff out lately. Yeah, because yeah. they, they got some more cards coming up, man. But yeah, um, yeah. Moving on to this next thing, man. Um, you know, recently Tank Davis he had posted some uh, footage of him and Ivan Redcatch sparring, and in the footage it showed him getting the best of Ivan Redcatch, really dogging him and going out at him, and. I've been looking on Instagram and Twitter and certain people have been saying different things, you know, professional fighters, they kind of chimed in as far as the code about sparring and what to post and when not to post. Some people were blaming Ivan about his team, not telling people to delete this or what shut your phone off. And then you got the other people like just the casual fans saying tank is a, a monster again, saying he don't need to be sparring this way, but I think the one thing people forget too is Ivan Redcatch is a 147. You know, he's a welterweight and Tank is a little guy. He's a 130. So all of that aside, they're both men and how he can handle it. To me, that's not my point about it. My point is more so about the code, P. Like, what was your take on it? Um, like you say, Ant. I mean, of course, looking at the video, Tank Tank wasn't 130 pounds in the video. You yeah, know? he wasn't. He wasn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. No. You know, who knows where his weight was at, but he was yeah. definitely in there fighting the legitimate welterweight who had been in there with Danny Garcia, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it, it's like, like we talked about a little bit off the mic, and somebody brought up a good point that um that maybe maybe the game is changing. I don't know. I'm just bringing up this point. But the guy said, you know, we haven't heard Ivan Red Cash's name as much as we heard it in the last week. And that's all because of the footage that Tank Davis put up. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he posted it really kind of turned into a whole nother thing for Ivan Red Cash. So, you know, from that standpoint, I don't know if it's if it's necessarily a, a, a bad thing. You know, we come from the era of boxing where, you know, footage is not leaked. But just think about this, Ant. If we had video of Earl Spence sparring Mayweather, who knows where that footage would have took Earl Spence right now? Yeah. Or, or, or a few years ago, if we had visual to that, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, uh, the word of mouth alone put him on the map. Put him on the map, yeah. So what if we had a couple highlights of him dropping Floyd or having Floyd in the corner, you know, it could be, it could or be. Or the A-B sparring. Yeah, or, or the A-B thing. <laughs> Who knows what this footage would have did for, yeah. you know, certain people's careers. So, I don't know, and I'm on the fence about it. You know, Ivan, you know, when I go on Instagram, I, I wouldn't mind seeing sparring sessions. You know, I'm not saying every bit of it, but before I want to see you in the club and you talking stupid and jewelry and cars all the time, you know what I'm saying? I thought that I thought I, I didn't think it was such a bad idea. I didn't even look at it that way. And it, as it was, foreign sparring footage being leaked because he announced he was going live with some sparring footage. You know, Tank did. You know, so I mm-hmm. thought everybody mm-hmm. was cool with it. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I I don't know, man. But I mean, the one thing Ivan Ray Cash his stock definitely went up since that post, since that you know Tank posted that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has. And it, it, it's like you say, too, man, it's like um, I don't think of it as a bad thing because, remember, it's not the whole it's not the whole session. You know, it's not the whole session. People can post what they want. So I mean, he still got a leg to stand on to say, oh, they posted what they wanted to post. You know, I still was able to hold my own. So when you look at it, it's like not a, all a bad thing because going back to what you're saying, like at least we know – Fighters are doing something right now. Yeah. Besides just like you said, posting, going to the club, Instagram live at the club. I don't care about that. I really, I want to see some activity. Yeah. And and I mean, even with the sparring footage, it was bits and pieces. The thing I took from it Aunt, is even if Tank didn't win the sparring session, the fact that he was in there with a welterweight kind of having his way at any point is impressive in my opinion, you know, yeah. for a guy that fights at 130, 135 to be in there with a legitimate 147 pound guy and having some success. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not about beating that guy or you saw the footage and was like, oh, he would destroy, we don't know what would happen, but we did see a dog in there holding his own, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's another aspect of the footage to, to, to me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if these guys were to fight, we don't, that, that's not a guarantee to who will win if those guys met up, but it yeah. was just impressing to just see this little pit bull in there with this yeah. great Dane, you know what I'm saying? And they tangling, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, but it's like anything, and you can't draw a whole lot from a spawn session. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But and it, it like, look, look, Earl Spence did that to Floyd Mayweather and spawn, but nobody ever said Earl Spence would beat Floyd Mayweather. Right. I ever said that. 
Mm-hmm. Right? No, no one has ever said that. Like they still, they hear the stories, but they still can never say for sure that he is the next best thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because everybody knows sparring is sparring and a fight is a fight. A fight is two different things. I mean, the sparring is behind the scenes. The fight is on the biggest stage. You know, it's a lot of different factors that come into play. So I'm just saying, um, you know, it wasn't like they let, like, reveal some secrets that we didn't know about. It's, it's sparring. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, like I say, I do get where we come from, where it was a secret, but you know, even when, when it was a secret, and we wanted to see it, you know what I'm we saying? The fans still it. wanted to see it, you know. They wanted to see it, so, man. So I mean, shoot. Would, would you would you mention in that man, like as far as he's being secrets and not not so much anymore? Like, do you think more fighters should kind of post foreign footage now? Like, even if it had to be more like controlled footage, you know, as a way more so to kind of market market. market. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about it. Eh? Do we want to see more stunting or do we want to see more sparring from a boxer? I mean, do we want to look and see him buying jewelry and him? I mean, I get it. That's cool. Sometimes you want to show that. But when I think of a fighter, I don't think of a Bentley and jewelry and... Mm-mm. And, you know, some of the stuff they post, and I think of a guy spawn. I think of a guy in the hot gym. I think a guy sweaty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things that I think of when I think of a fighter. You know, now, if you're an influencer or you something else, I mean, I get it. They doing anything to get attention, but your attention comes from fighting. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, while you are fighting, I think that should be the main, the main, you know, focus. But, you know, um. And, and, and once again, in today's world, Twitter and social media and all these things, man, it just, it really um, puts a spin on the game. Any given second, at any given time, if you feel any type of way, you can type it and put it out there and, and mm-hmm. you know, see what happens. I think that it would it would be cool, too, because, I mean, like, if you know, let's say if you know that you're going to use this as marketing footage on Instagram, it can be more so control sparring. You know, and when you think about it too, like Ivan Red catching Tank, like, do you really think they're gonna cross paths anyway in a real fight? No. So it's it's like you getting work from somebody else because uh, from another weight class. Did you think about it? Like going back to the UFC, you look at DC here and there. He and they're rolling with some of these lighter guys. You know, oh, yeah, Khabib. Uh, like, Khabib. Yeah. And then after that, you got like Dustin Poirier might be in there rolling with some of the ladies. Right. So it's kind of like we know that y'all are getting work from each other. So why not just show a little bit of, ain't nobody saying you got to show your whole training regimen, but just show somebody a little bit. And I mean, and of course, and I mean, of course, if you get knocked out with spawn, that's not nothing you want to post. We get that, you yeah. know, that's, that's, that's a given, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I mean, that happens in spawn too. You know what I mean? The guy who knocks you out, he's going to want to post that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. so. Um, but like I say, man, I'm not totally opposed to it being done in a, a tasteful way. You know, like I say, it's not like Tank Davis was in there with a 115-pound guy and just, like, bullying him. No, he was in there with a bigger guy mm-hmm. and looked like he was bullying him. So, I mean, it's it's not a whole lot bad I can say about that. 
I can't feel bad for Ivan Ray Cash. It wasn't like they added up, you know, put all the stuff against him. You know, it was two mm-hmm. minutes ringing, you know. And hey, you, you could have been doing him like that, you know. Yeah, you got the tools too. So that's why they put you in there with the tank. And at the same time, like I said, he fights at a lower weight than you. Granted, like you said, maybe he a little heavier, but you know, his main weight is 130, 135, and you probably blow up to at least 150, 60. So yeah. y'all yeah. got the same tools, you know? And then think about it from this end. You know, Tank Davis went live. He didn't know what was gonna happen. He could have got knocked out. Yeah. So he took the chance. We're putting that on live, not knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In that aspect alone, I mean, this new generation might be feeling that. And, you know, they might be feeling, yo, he did, you know, he live. Anything can happen live. It's not just, it's not posted footage. It was live. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, that's a whole nother realm, man. You get, you, you putting something on the line too, going live. Yeah. Cause, hey, if people understand, once it go live, somebody else already trying to get it. Yeah, it's already getting screenshot or recorded. And then screenshot or recorded. You can't take it back, and You get dropped. That's on there. That's on there, man. So, you know, you got to think about that aspect, too. Tank Davis doing this was risky. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I was looking, too, on Twitter, you know, a few people were commenting, you know, some different fighters. You know, Arrow, you know, he said he never really breaks a code on sparring, you know, which is cool. You know, he said that it's not a thing for him to really put out too many stories, but – he said to him from the footage he saw Ivan looked a little bit hurt. But again, you know, some other fighter was saying, hey, man, like, it's one thing, though, like, Tank probably could have just edited something together, posted that up, you know, posted that little excerpt of it, and then it just kind of got the people talking now. But mm-hmm. again, too, like, it's not really a bad thing nowadays because, you know, when people see you in there with the name, whoever it is, it's gonna build your stock, you yeah, know. Yeah, definitely. If you in there with like a superstar, you know, what I mean, because think gonna... Ivan, like, if he is who he is, it ain't gonna really break him. Because look at Conor McGregor and Paulie, Paulie. That's for him. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put, to be honest, that since the tank and Ivan thing, I mean, Ivan and Brona have been going back and forth. So this could send him into another. Nice payday. I mean, we got to remember, Ivan is not a superstar. Nobody's really calling or nah. checking for him. So, uh-uh. you know, I mean, all this is kind of working out for him. You know what I mean? Regardless of how he feels about it. You know what I mean? He's getting the five minutes of fame. He's talking. He's trolling Adrian Broner. He's trolling, you mm-hmm. know, Javante. So he having a good time with, with, with the whole thing. And I saw uh, Ashley Theophane. He had, he had chimed in, and he was kind of giving his two cents on how the whole thing went. And then Ivan, he went back at him, and Ivan was like, you need to stay retired. And, like, they was kind of going back and forth. So, yeah, man, Ivan getting a new – he's getting in a new realm. It's taking on a life uh, of his own, all from, you know, the sparring footage. And, um, like you say, you know, Tank got a fight coming up. You know, supposedly. So, I mean, you know, he. I, I mean, it's, it's it seemed like a calculated move, and I don't think it was it was the worst thing. I mean, it's no different than celebrity dropping a sex tape when they about to come out exactly. with a movie or so. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you you get 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 that buzz going, but um, you know, tank. You know, people taking 
different stuff from the footage. I mean, mind you, Ivan Redcash is he is a legitimate 147 pound guy, but it's not like Tank was in there doing that to Sean Porter or Top Ten Welterweight. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, yeah. it's a lot yeah. of different ways to look at it. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot yeah. of different ways to look at it. Yeah, there's still some fighters that we know got some type of stock that that needs to kind of be held to a certain you know degree where you can't post certain things. You know what I mean? Like like you say, if that was like Porter and Tank, you couldn't post Porter getting buzzed up in that fight at all. You know what I mean? That would that that would be different, man. Yeah. That would be different. You talking about two boxing stars and you know, they have the image and brands to protect. That's a little different. But you know, this wasn't really so much that case. You know, most people, most casuals didn't even know who Ivan was. They know him now because of Tank Davis. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And uh, and I'll say this too before we wrap this one up is like I think the thing too, man, like people just got to remember, man, this is the fight game. Who said this is going to be pretty? Like, even if it is controlled sparring, somebody is going to maybe snap at one point to to let the dog go, man. Like, because you still training for a fight. I don't like the comments where people are saying Tank was being rude. <laughs> How do you use rude in, in a in a sparring session? You know, they said he was being too much. Like, they hope he get knocked out. Again, it's it's, it's, it's going to be on somebody like Tank that they say that to. But mm-hmm. granted, if it was Loma beating up on Ivan Red Catch, it'd be like, great. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I mean, mind you, dude, the spawn footage, it, it was, it was, it looked like the doghouse. I mean, Tank, they was why this wasn't. They was wide open, all of them. Yeah, they was wide open. I mean, Tank was throwing haymakers. It wasn't, it wasn't high level at all. It was intense. Mm. You know, it wasn't high level at all. But, um, Shoot, I've been the one had his shirt off like he was an actual fight. I mean, Tank still had his shirt on like he was just, you know, getting some exhibition, you know, some not exhibition, but some little workout rounds in. But exactly. I, I was like, yo, this and again, man, Tank is a guy that's gonna want to show improve, man. Like, how he gonna look in there getting bullied? And you know, he is the guy with with the star power, you know. Exactly. That's what it all come down to. And Ivan, man, like, you gotta take this any way you can because Stardom don't come to everybody, you know? Yeah. Every opportunity you got to be used to your advantage. So, like, if you feel like you were outclassing at a point, you post that, you know? You get that footage posted. Or you tell your story, you know? Uh, Dillian White, he be telling his story about uh, Deontay Wilder all day, you know? So, he got stories. So, people tune in when you say you got a story, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, uh, before we jump to that topic, yeah, what's your last take on that P about about sparring, like posting it? Um, like I said, man, I mean it is it is a, a unspoken rule that you know that stuff used to be kept under wraps, but you know, in in the in the, in, the, in the internet age, um, I don't think it's such a bad thing, Ant, because like I said, I mean. A fighter, and then my think about this, and Tank Davis went live sparring at the time of the pandemic when there's no boxing on. We're looking for this type of stuff, so yeah. it could be a new lane. I mean, you, 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 we, we're in a different time right now, and where any given day stuff is getting invented, and it, it wasn't this way yesterday. But guess what? Moving forward, it's this way. So, you know, we're not having no boxing. We haven't seen Tank fighting, so that was good for some people to see. 
him getting some work in. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's just my thing. I'm 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 kind of on the fence about it, and I, I don't want to say yay or nay, but I understand both sides of it. I understand how an older guy could be like, yo, that's not right. And I can see how the newer guys are like, yo, this is the new wave, yo, this is marketing. This is mm-hmm. what UFC is doing. This is what other sports are doing. Yeah. You know, um so, you know, we I just had to see what happens, and because like the stuff that's changing for the younger generation that hasn't changed long enough for us to see the results. So we don't know what's, what will happen from showing spawn footage 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Because it's just starting to happen. Now, we don't know if it's a bad thing. If it needs right. to go, you know what I mean? We don't know the effects of... Even even a month from now, too. Like, we still don't know what it could do, right? Yeah, it could do. Because it, it didn't used to be done. So um, that's kind of my, my take on it. And it's, 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 it's a new, fresh thing to see. It's yeah. still new, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on some of those points too, man, because it's, it's just something that we kind of got to take and run with it, see if it's kind of like a fad thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, last topic, P. Uh, I was looking at that fight card, I think it was Tuesday night on uh, Top Rank, and, you know, they talked about Terrence Crawford a little bit between fights, and, you know, Andre Ward, he kind of gave his take on Terrence Crawford. You know, since the there hadn't been no live gate, Terrence Crawford hadn't wanted to take like a pay cut, you know, without having a crowd. He just feel like, you know, he didn't want to get that set payday for any fight. He was gonna wait it out till the crowd come. But you know, Andre Ward, you know, he made his point that, you know, being a fighter, it's really good to stay active. And for somebody like Terrence Crawford, even getting into when you start getting into the mid thirties, is it is kind of important to to stay active. Uh, what was your take on that? How do you feel about activity? Even if you get to a certain point as a fighter that makes a lot of money, is it still important for you to stay active? In my opinion, yeah, because the only fighter we've ever seen not be active and be successful is uh, Floyd Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, I think that you have you have to stay it's like anything, and it's like it's no sport that you can be in your prime and not be participating and keep and, and stay high level. I don't believe there's no sport in the world that you could do that at. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's obvious, you know, for fighting. And we spoke about that before, you know, on Terrence Crawford, like kind of one of my worst fears is is that we'll see we'll be like, what if with him? You know, mm-hmm. especially with the pandemic coming, because he already wasn't the most active fighter before the pandemic. But now with this pandemic, and we don't know how this is going to further delay, you know, boxing coming back. I mean, it's getting kind of it's getting kind of sketchy for him. You know, that window is closing for a guy that's thirty three and in the boxing world. We still think he has a lot to prove and still has a lot. A fighting left in him, so um, I agree with Andre Ward on that. But it's 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 kind of complicated in the pandemic situation now, man. You know what I mean? Uh, Andre Ward, the blanket statement, absolutely. But now you complicate, you compound that with having a pandemic. What do you, what do you do? You know hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I see Terrence Crawford. He's kind of double down on that. 
that stance and not fighting because money probably running out, ain't eh? I mean, he probably realizing that. I mean, he wasn't getting monster paydays. You know, he got bills. He got stuff going on. He might be staying active in the gym with other fighters, but that's different from fighting, like we said earlier. You know what I'm saying? He might feel like, yo, I'm getting work. I'm in here. I'm working with this guy. But that's a little different, Terrence. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We need to mm-hmm. see you on that, that big stage. And, um, and, like, for me personally, with his skill set, I will, I will be wanting to solidify him the best and a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of like going back to talent and yeah. it's not really we're not really getting to see him, you know, exploit it. Yeah. Kind of like going back to Usman, right? Being active. Yeah. You know? yeah. Trying your best stay active. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Usman is taking whoever they throw in there. I mean, mm-hmm. short notice, you know, short training camps. I mean, you, you you had to get a guy that. You had to give him that, man. You know, whoever they throw in there. And they all been dangerous guys. Yeah. So, um, I got to give him that. You know, we waiting to see Terrence Crawford still really face a dangerous opponent. You know, a fight that we really feel like, yo, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in this. So, um, you know, my worst fear is that we'll miss – some greatness with 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 Terrence Crawford anyway. I mean, some mm-hmm. guys they never gonna be great, but my worst fear is with him particularly is that you know we're gonna miss out on some great fights if it keeps going the way it goes with um Terrence Crawford specifically, you know, but in yeah. general, the statement that Andre Ward made, I mean, of course, Andre Ward is a top level fighter. He knows that you have to stay active. I mean, he was a guy who took years off and took mm-hmm. time off and was able to come back, but that's certain fighters, and every fighter don't yeah. have that stop and go. They can turn it on and turn it off like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and I was going to mention that too. Like, I think when Andre Ward, he knows like that time when he was going through the promotion problems, when he had to take like a year or two years off, he knew what it did to his body. Yeah. You know, I feel like he could he could kind of feel the difference. Cause like even when he got back in with the tune-ups, it it took him a couple before he could really get sharp again. You know, definitely. And who knows? Like if he didn't have that two years off, like he probably questions himself sometimes, like how good he could have been. So he knows, like like you say, Crawford at thirty three, taking these time, taking like waiting, waiting for a live gig to come back. It could like. Not not so not so much damaging, but it could definitely start to put some rust on the wrong things. You know, like yeah. the things you go to the gym and stay active on. Like, yeah, you can stay active with the with the sparring. You can stay active just by staying physically fit. But what about the sharp mindset? Mm-hmm. Working under pressure. You know, working under pressure of just being in that that ring when your title is on the line. You know, and, and then you you know you factor in you know Terrence Crawford thirty three. I mean, before you know it, you're 35. I mean, it's young lines coming up. And, you know, you got guys like Tank Davis and stuff like that that's in their early 20s that they got time. You feel me? Some of these guys, they at the age, they don't they don't have that time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody knows it's a little different for a heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? The older heavyweights get the kind of better they honestly get you know, from, you know, the experiences we've been seeing. But, you know, these lighter weight classes – you know, 31, 32, 33, you getting, you can know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You to, yeah. The, 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 the younger guns that come up, you know, they, they're the next, they're that next thing that's going to target you. And like, think Terrence, like you say, he gets to like 34, 35, like 
that comfort might start kicking in. You know, he might get comfortable in there. Yeah. You know, feeling like, hey, like I can do this with my hands tied behind my back, but let that be the guy that's going to hit you with whenever you feeling like you're comfortable. You know, yeah. it, that could just change your whole career right there. And I mean, and you, and you just got to, I mean, be honest, the reflexes and reaction time of a 25-year-old, they faster than a 33-year-old. And I mean, yeah. that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um. That's like the, the worst case scenario that we won't get him won't get to see him shine the way you know the way the skills he has would lead us to believe he would shine at, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um I mean Andre Ward, right? I mean dang, we gotta stay active in life, man. You, 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 yeah. I, I understand why you gotta explain that to a fighter when if a man don't stay active, he gonna blow up and not be his best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, even if it ain't, like, the biggest, biggest fight, it could still be an active fight. But, you know, there are fights, like you said, we talked about even off the mic, like uh, a Joshua Fury fight that needs a crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, even the Spence Crawford fight, that that kind of needs a crowd. But there are still fights out there that can still make you in the meantime. You know, look at – Let's go back to UFC again, man. Dan Hooker and Dustin Poirier. Yeah. You know, no crowd, but that fight was potential fight of the year. Both of their stock went, 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 went up, you know. I mean, because ain't you still able to perform? I mean, you got to realize some things, I mean, you're only as good as your last fight. Yeah. That's from the crowd standpoint. So, you know, even though the crowd is not writing this big check for you, some things you do stays with us forever. Some fights you lost, you had you didn't lose to the fans because yeah. we rock with you like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a little deeper than the money thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a little deeper than you getting the biggest possible payday. From the fans' perspective, it is. You know what I'm saying? Because some fans feel like, yo, Terrence Crawford is the best fighter today, hands down. But we got to see him. We're we waiting to see him go execute that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And go push that out so we can show the rest of the world. You know, some people really believe that way about whatever fighter. You know, they're diehard fans of particular fighters. They're willing to bet the house on them. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, when you got people willing to bet their house on you, Ed, I mean, that's, a, that, that, that's saying a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's saying a lot. I mean, you're talking about fans. Most fans don't have money. We're we not yeah. sitting around with big bankrolls, you know, waiting to support right. fighters, you know, we working and taking a little paycheck, stealing something to go and get this pay-per-view or get this ticket, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of money, man, like, like how much of a cut could it be where you feel like you don't need to step in the ring? That's my thing. Like, it, it could just be a fight to put on, have your fans at home still say your favorite fighter still fighting. It could be, you know, uh, Top 10 welterweight, it don't necessarily have to be the Spence fight yet or the Porter fight, but it could be a fight where we watch it and you still make off with a check, right? Yeah. I mean, possibly an easier check, you know. I'm, um, yeah, I mean. It, it's it, the money, me. what you think it is? You think it's money or just feeling like his stock is too high to take a fight like this? Because Errol Spence got two belts, but he's coming back in September. Yeah. It's a fight. No audience. 
Well, we got to factor in a lot, Ant, because we talking about a pandemic. We talking about people getting sick. Some people are going to say, yo, I'm, I'm bypassing that. But, you know, Terrence Crawford got about five, six kids. I mean, some people really are looking at it like, is it is it worth me putting other things on the line? I mean, you, mm-hmm. you go to a training camp and risk bringing something back to your family. It's, 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 it's a lot more to... To, to put on the table now, right now, and I I, I gotta admit, you know what I'm saying? It, it is, you know, because it's, 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 yeah, it's not like less less people are getting it. Every time no. you turn around, there's more fighters getting it. So, you know, it's a few different ways to look at it. You know what I mean? I don't know if guys are saying, yo, it's just too risky for me. I, you know, mm-hmm. I might have asthma. I might be already compromised. My kids are compromised. You know, you know, is it really worth me? doing that. You know, I, I don't know it. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, even with myself as a few factors, I have to consider, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm in the hospital bringing the stuff home to my kids. and Is that worth it? Is right. that what I make at the hospital bringing something home to my kids and possibly putting them in an irreversible situation? That's not really worth it to me. Yet. So um, I don't know what number would make that worth it. You know, what, what number can you say? All right, well, we're going to give you two million. Is that enough? Mm-hmm. Know, you feel safe with your kids now, you know. So I, I don't know. It's kind of like an executive decision that each fighter has to look at his layout and and, and make that decision. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. That's they definitely make fighters, and that's how they make their money. We we know them as fighters, so of course we want to see them fight. We want to see you for you. They might have a side hustle, but we don't want to see you do real estate. We don't want to see. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know, exactly. We want to see fighting you know what i'm saying right yeah yes that's definitely another thing to look at too because we can say stay active we could say it's the money or um some other people holding out but right now yeah we still are in a pandemic where you do got to think of other people not just you like especially if you got the thing you know Crawford got another one in the oven right now oh wow yeah so yeah no, that could be a factor, you know. I don't his know, wife I mean, might be talking you know, to him about, you know. Yeah, I mean, think he might not have been there for the rest of the births of his kids. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. like, you know, oh, it's pandemic, it's downtime. I want to be here all the way. I don't know, but I'm just saying every mm-hmm. fighter is probably on an individual, you know, basis or whatever. But, you know, Terrence Crawford, you know, definitely his lady is expecting another baby. So, yeah, you know, it's a lot. And, I mean, do, do you want to go – Risk bringing that back to a pregnant woman that is carrying your baby. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's really the first thing people jumping to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, like when you factor in a family, you know, whenever you're thinking about them, you gotta always say, hey, like you gotta think of the people that more be more prone to it. Yeah, that might be more, will uh, you know, able to catch it. So there's always something that they're talking about. You know, what I mean, like between him and his family, you know, so. Yeah, they can't fill us in on everything, but yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. But you know, I think yeah, like if we were just talking Andre Ward's advice aside, like even before the pandemic, like pre-pandemic, when a lot of fighters are taking like six, seven, eight months off, like that ain't good. You know, like you have to stay somewhat active um, in the ring just to always say I'm on my game. You know, like. 
I think a lot of people, fighters, they come to a point where they think they're movie stars, where they can do like a picture, a picture a month, a picture a year, and then wait like the next year, do one again. They think their stock is that high. But, you know, boxing, it's like, it is that sport where people say, what have you done lately? Yeah. You know, and I think as an active champion, you have to prove it consistently every year. What do you think? Like, you, a, a champion can't take a year off to say he's the best fighter, right? It, it, they can't, but once again, in the age of the internet where these guys are branding themselves. I mean, a fighter, a fighter nowadays ain't could be known more for his jewelry or the cars he has or who he's dating more than he is for his fighting acumen. Yeah. You feel me? Because you can brand yourself in a different way than you that you could back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So we look at those fighters. Oh, we really want to see y'all doing this fighting, you know, but they've created a market where back to like the fighting. The reason they don't have to be active is because of the money, eh? If, if the money wasn't there, they would have to be more active. And now the pandemic is here. You can't really be active because the powers that be won't let you be active, but that money has them not being active. See, war still, you know, war from our end. You know, mm-hmm. you the big paydays. You had to earn a big payday. Mm-hmm. You don't have to earn a big payday no more. All you have to do is set a few things up. I mean, look at Ivan Redcash. Getting beat up in the sparring might set you up for another big payday, eh? Yeah. That's how crazy it is. Getting beat up in the sparring session probably is going to set him up for another big payday in boxing. Big, bigger than any of his wins, right? So you, you see what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of crazy to make – hard to make sense of it, eh? You know, some fighters, the internet thing is going to turn them into a star and help them make money. Some fighters, their skills mm. – would t- turn them into a star. You know what I mean? What, what you think about it, it's opened my eyes. Like nowadays you hear more people talking about uh, who's on your arm more so than your left hook. You know what I mean? Like you go back to the older generation, you remember that fighter for certain things they did in the ring versus out of the ring. Like yeah. Yeah. again, like you said, like who he's dating, who's on his arm besides how he throws that punch, you know? What's the newest car he got? What kind of shoes? Is, are they Gucci eyeglasses? There's so many other things mm-hmm. that take away from the craft, you know, of these guys. And um, it's it's been a game changer, eh? It's changed the perception of a, a fighter, you know. Now, I mean, a fighter, I don't know if Floyd Mayweather did it, who, who, who set the status quo, but you have to have a nice-looking woman. You have to have some jewelry. You have to have a fancy car. You have to have all these things or you're not really a fighter, you know, when fighting is about these, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but it's definitely a different time, man. You know, I mean, it, it's like anything, man. when the older people come to the new time, of course we don't agree with it. Of course we don't understand it, but I don't want to be a hater. I want to say, all right, well, it's these factors going on now. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. this. That's why the new generation may perceive it this way, but you know, I came up on these factors and these circumstances and that's why I always view it this way. I don't want to be known as the new age hater ant because people are doing things different now, you know, if it's working too, you know, nonsense is nonsense, but you know, with the tank Davis sparring session thing, I I don't know about that, but 
DeAndre Ward not being active, you can't get around that. You can't get around by not being active no. and, and being successful in this sport and being successful in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, there's certain types of training that – that that's just timeless, man. Body is always going to be the same as far as how it adapts to certain things to get into the ring. You know, that's why you train, you know? I mean, you can do sit-ups and things different ways, but you're still doing a sit-up, you know? Right. You can do different things for the core, but you're still working that core for your, for that strength when you get in there, you know? So yeah, active. Yeah. So I was act, activity in me. You still want to be the best. You still got to prove it every time, man. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, and you know. Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, that was uh pretty much it. All I had on that, P. But uh, quick question before we do wrap it up, Keith Thurman <laughs> talking trash. You'll tell you real quick. You know, we ain't even gonna spend long time on this. Keith Thurman telling Errol Spence to leave the division if he don't fight him. Well, it's, it's come on, and it's laughable at best. I, I, I got to chuck a lot of that, you know. Yeah. I, 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 it didn't make me mad. It didn't ruffle my feathers. I, right. it, it was, you know, that's why I found the, the most craziest picture of Keith Thurman I could find. <laughs> I was probably, looking at that. That's yeah, what I, was I was like, like let me find the craziest picture because, yeah. you know. Um, of course, and you go back 70 episodes ago, and we were having a big, you know, a lot of Keith Thurman. Um, conversations and um, we kind of spoke our piece on them and I mean now you fast forward to today and um, you're talking about a fight that the world wanted to see before Earl Spence and um, Crawford Terrence Crawford and it didn't happen because of you you know what I'm saying it didn't happen because of Keith Thurman and now, after the car accident and all this stuff, and you done lost your boat, you got the nerve to say this man got to fight you before he did. It was, it was, it was laughable at best, man. Yeah, me. it was because there was a point, like you said, when you go back to three years ago, you know, which marks, you know, we've been doing this for three years. So you go back, we was like, yo, Keith Thurman was the truth at the time, somewhat the truth. You know, he seemed like he was the guy that. That wanted everything, but as soon as, like we say, Arrow got his belt, I thought it was going to be a good fight. I couldn't call it then. I wouldn't pick. I'd say it was 50-50. I, or I, I kind of leaning towards Thurman because I said Thurman got that skill. Mm-hmm. He's a cerebral fighter. But all of a sudden, man, like when Arrow got that belt, he pumped in brakes. It was a different tone, man. So we just kind of evolving like he did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the audacity. Yeah. For- Earl Spence was nobody. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. All right. Yeah. He went out and got two belts. You then took an L, lost your belt, all kinds of, and, and you can say he got to, that's the fight. He has to leave it, fight you before he leaves the division. Like you, somebody in the division, man. That's the thing. Like, that's you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is like, that? You're whole, the man. Like, a Sean Porter rematch with Spence would make more sense than fighting Thurman at this point. You know what I mean? That's why I was just kind of like, yeah, I just had to get your thought on that because I was like, man, that ain't even like, that ain't even like, come on, Thurman, like, you ain't there no more, man. Like, it was, it was funny that, but that's what I say, man. Just sometimes you got to wonder what, 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 what standpoint are these guys coming from, man? Are they watching the same boxing story we watching? Because I don't, I don't know. Sometimes you know what I mean. What made him think he would come out with that and people would get behind that and be like, yeah, yeah. he's right. Yeah, you right. No, bro. Come on. 
And a good point to bring that up with activity thing is too, because it's like he said that if he comes back, he won nothing but the big fights. But what have you done to prove to say to say that you deserve big fights, man? Like you're not active. So like you you got knocked down a couple rungs, so you gotta go back and fight some of the other guys, but you don't wanna do that. You saying every single fight gotta be a big fight for you. What weight did you hold long enough to say? Uh, I, I deserve Spence all the time or Terrence Crawford every single uh, Manny Pacquiao every time, you know, I deserve gold tickets every single time. No, no, no. I mean, especially when you got a gold ticket and fell short, you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. You know, Manny, the biggest fight out there, you, you took that fight and lost to a man that just 10, 12 years older than you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Keith, Keith, you have been given the opportunity. You know, there's some fighters that, that haven't been given the opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. that, that that same way that you have. So, you know, um, he really ain't got a leg to stand on and yeah. just you know, crazy talk about somebody got to fight him before they leave the division. It's, it's, it's laughable. It is, man. Even like you just brought that up real quick. I say, yeah, even like fighters in the past that got ducked so many times. And they fought so hard, and they never got the chance, you know. Mm-hmm. And him, he's he's already there, but he never held to that same standard every single time, you know. Exactly. So I say that is kind of a disrespect, you know, to try to say somebody like Errol has to fight you, you know. Right, right. Well, they ate him up. The internet ate him up, man. They was not, they was not feeling that at all. So no, I can't be, I can't be mad at him about that, man. You know. No, man. But um. Yeah, man. Pretty much all I got on this one, P. Uh, just got some pretty uh, good stuff, I feel like, you know, uh, like we always do. With, uh, was there anything you want to say, for final thoughts? Um, no, man. I think, I think we hit on some, some, some solid points. It's a, lot of, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff going on that. Some stuff I'm willing to touch on, some stuff I'm not even willing to touch on because it's so yeah. uh, left. But um, I think we grabbed some good points this week, you know, some of the more important, more effective points out there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, too, before you go, too, man, rest in peace to uh, Travel Maison. Yeah. Travel Maison. Um, yeah. Condolence to his family. You know, uh, he passed away in a traffic accident a few yeah. days ago, man. And undefeated junior middleweight, too, man. I was like, wow, he was on the phone. Right. Seven and 0, right? 17-0. 17 and 0. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. What's it about another young young fighter um gone too soon, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. But uh yeah, P, uh, before we go, like always I'll post it on the video up here where you can follow us, but with an audio, where can we follow you at? Um y'all can check me out on IG at Loud Pack Boxing. And um you can check me out at P dot Hill on IG as well. So um Y'all make sure to check us out. Yeah, all right. And you can follow me on Instagram at Allbox and Everything and Combo Breaker 99. You can follow us both on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Jab Effect. And you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Three years, P. I don't I still know it by heart. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah. uh yeah, man. Uh funny real quick, and yeah, yeah. Um, just people, 
you know, still, I mean, y'all still doing the podcast? And I'm like, I'm always like, yeah, because it's, it's no reason not to do it. It don't cost us a dime. It's not hurting nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see a reason not to do it, Ant. So just right. for what is out there listening, you don't have to ask me that. Pretty yeah. much what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Or if they're going to ask, why don't they go check it out? Yeah. You know, don't you know, ask. Yeah, you can just go do the research yourself or whatever, but. Yeah, man, we still going. I mean, it's just it's just one of them things that um you know I like to do what I what what, what I say and I see you know as far as you like to do what you what you say too and yeah he said we was gonna do it and we've been sticking with it, man. So y'all stay tuned. I don't, I don't think we're going nowhere. No, I don't think so. Nah. And shout out to Eric Thompson. Shout out to uh, Junior. Looking at him training, looking sharp, man. Yeah, it's, it's coming together, man. It's coming together for. Him. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, like always, I'm Combo Breaker 99. This your boy Boxing P, y'all. And we'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.